All right, D. All right, all right, all right. You ready for this one here? Are you in a good mood tonight? Oh, yeah. All right. The baseball <laughs> wrap in three, two, one. Folks, welcome to the Baseball Wrap World Series Edition. Michael Potter, Darren Phillip with you. And Darren, we're two games in. We're doing this on Sunday. We're two games in. We got game three back in Philly on Monday. And uh, boy, Houston should be up 2-0 here. They really should be up 2-0, I I think, here. And starting pitching, we thought it would be great. Uh, Nola and Wheeler, not so hot. Verlander, not so hot. Um, But um, Valdez? You know, there's some stuff talking about why he was so hot, but he was good. Yeah, he was he was pretty unhittable during his time in there. I think he had nine strikeouts and nine K's in the third or six and two thirds, six and a third. Like um, uh, what four hits, one run, one earn, three walks, nine K. He I was kind of surprised he did as well, because it seemed like early on and I think it might have been in the second inning. He looked really. I don't know. It almost looked like he was. um What's the word I'm looking for? Not cheating. Um, yeah, well, agitated. <laughs> he looked stressed to me, and yeah. I, I couldn't figure out why because he was throwing so well. But man, some of his actions, and even Smoltz, he changed his cleats in the middle of his outing and changed his glove. I don't know if hmm. you heard that. No. And Smoltz was saying, I could never change my cleats in the middle of a start, especially when you're going well. You don't change. And he goes, I'm not superstitious. <laughs> He qualified but, it because, but when you're, when you're dealing, you don't change anything. You keep, of course. You know, and maybe, maybe they were uncomfortable, but why do you wear them in the first place? And just his, you know, I saw it on, I think it was on Twitter too, that, oh yeah, they wore their dark tops for a reason too. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's kind of hard to, it's hard to, to not think that with this club. I'm sorry. Well, and, yeah. and look, all, all, all the apologists out there for them, they're saying, hey, it's, a, it's ridiculous to think that way. No, you're wrong. I don't know if they're cheating or not, but it's absolutely ridiculous to say we shouldn't question them for that. They have a right. history of it. They did it. They were unapologetic about it. Even when they got caught, they've never said they're sorry about it. Bergman, Brigman, Altuve, those guys, they act like they didn't do anything wrong. And if you think that stealing signs using you know technology is okay – why wouldn't you? I mean, guys try to cheat all the time by putting different substances on their sure. glove and things like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, number one, hey, this is a hand you're dealt, guys. You did it. So now we're going to think you're cheating all the time, just like we thought the Patriots were trying to cheat all the time after yep. they got caught in Spygate. That's, you got to live with it, man. You know, it's um, – that's my train of thought there was, I was going to say, um, about the uh, cheating thing. Go ahead. I I was. Yeah, no, I mean, so out. look, that's game two. Let's talk about it now. We'll talk more about the baseball, but you know, he looked good. I mean, every other pitcher. So Verlander went five innings. Uh, Nola went four and a third. Wheeler went five innings. They all gave up five runs. Um, only four of Wheeler's were earned. They all walked guys, a couple of walks, no starting pitcher looked good except for Valdez. And then immediately afterwards there were tweets and he was doing some weird stuff with his glove hand. Yeah. And, and, you know, the one guy tweeted and he was right is it's it's not they never find anything on the hand 
they find where you're getting it from. It's usually it was under your bill for a while, right? Or on the back of your hair. That's why, if you remember back to the wild card, when Musgrove had all that stuff going on and his ear looked really shiny, Buck said, go check him out. And they rubbed all over. They didn't look at his hand. They looked at his hand very briefly. They they were trying to figure out, okay, if you've got, if you're putting something on the ball, where's your well, as they call it? Where are yeah. you hiding it? And they couldn't right. find it. Later, a, a baseball player, I think it was, um, oh, who's the guy, the center fielder for McCutcheon? McCutcheon tweeted out and said, I guarantee you that's like some type of a icy hot type of thing. Cause he said, I know some pitchers who put it on their ears because it burns and it locks them in. He goes, it's the weirdest thing ever, but I really? guarantee you that he's a, yeah. McCutcheon tweeted, said, I guarantee you that's what's on his ears. It burns and it keeps them like focused and it makes their ears really shiny. Wow. He said, it has nothing to do with the baseball, but that's what Buck told the umps to go look for. Hey, something's going on there. Yeah. Find out if he's got anything on his butt. Well, when you come over, they look at your glove, but you notice Valdez, I mean, a couple of things. He would wipe his hands as he walked over to yeah, him. Yeah, he's wiping his offhand yeah, I mean, on his jersey. He's he's wiping his offhand with his pitching hand while he's on the mound and then rubbing up the ball. Constantly. Yeah, touching his hair. Going I back mean, to it all the time. I really? Mean, I don't look, know, man. But if it if whatever. it was any other team, probably <clears throat> probably nobody would say anything. But they have a history of it. They did sure. it for years. You sent me a, uh, an Instagram post. It shows like the top five guys with the most hits in what the last in 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 the post seventeen since, since seventeen. They're all Astros. Guys. They're all Astros. Three current now, guys, and then and then um, Springer and Correa. Correa. Were in that group, and granted, group. they've been there as much or more than anybody else. They've probably got more at bats than a lot of guys. Yeah, but. Four you out know? of six years they've been there, dude. That's not easy to it's do. Hard to do. Very hard to do. Especially in this day and age. Yeah. You just can't waltz into the World Series just about every year with, I don't know, without, yeah. to me, some shenanigans going on or something. You were caught. It was, this was the point I was going to make earlier. It was serious enough for Cora and Hinch to be suspended. Now, the yeah, players Hinch got fired from the team. Yeah, Hinch got fired. Right. Right, exactly. He got fired and had to be away for a year or two before he came to manage the Tigers. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe there was any suspension. Nothing happened to the players no. involved. Because I think next year was the COVID year or something. They said, well, and they made some lame excuse on why they couldn't be suspended during that year. Maybe because it was a shortened year or something. I don't know. but Well, part it's... of it was, look, the Major League, ba- Major League Baseball Players Association has a ton of a ton of power. And so they said they couldn't because of that in some ways, but there was a lot of players who were pissed. Like if they had taken a vote of the players, they would have been like, no, we're not going to fight any suspensions they get. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's, it's that thing. The guy who's the owner there, he put a lot of money into it. He probably knows the commissioner. Well, that's sure, what it's sure. all about. I mean, yeah. you, you look at anything. I mean, I thought it was funny, you know, there's this thing going on about Kanye West said something about Jewish people or whatever. I don't know the whole story, so I don't not going to weigh in on it, but, supposedly Robert Kraft is now because he's ahead of some Jewish thing. He's putting out a commercial like, Hey, we got to stop this anti-Semitism, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, aren't you the dude who was mistreating women at, at, down at some like brothel in Florida yeah, and you got exactly. to keep your team. Exactly. Like, it's because he's buddies with Goodell. It's like, yeah. so I think that's probably why, you know, they had, they had a deal. Hey, don't do the players. Let's get rid of hands. Let's get rid of the GM. Let's, you know, let's get rid of Cora. But then Cora goes right over to Boston. Yeah. Just set out for a little bit. Nothing. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And keeps the guys with him who were with him when he was there. So, look, I don't know if he's doing anything or not. 
Um, I find it interesting based on some of the, you know, the tweets I saw and some of the, the videos, but the bottom line is they have, I mean, everybody has every right to question them because they're yeah. cheaters and cheaters cheat. It's like when a guy cheats on his wife and then he remarries another woman and he cheats on her. Yeah. He's a cheater. Yeah. Like that's what they do. <laughs> like, right. Right. You know? So yeah. These people are saying, oh, how can you even question them? Well, because they cheat. That's how we can question yeah, them. Yeah, and they were caught. They were yeah. caught doing it. Something very blatant, too. And um, they got a bad rap on it as far as, some, as, and as far as I'm concerned. They deserve every bit of it. Which Yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I don't like them because of that. So, me yeah, too. of course, same, of course when me. I see some evidence, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to right away be like, I'm going to gravitate toward wanting that evidence to be true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I fully Absolutely. admit that. Right. Yeah. But it's, you know, <laughs> but Thompson, it doesn't mean it's not true. Thompson with the Phillies took the, took the high road. Of course, of course, I guess that's just oh, the yeah. way he is. And he just said, well, you know, they check them after every inning. I'm just like, okay, well, he doesn't really want to get into it. And I can probably, you know, understand that to a degree, but still, you know, well, I think he too, you know, don't you think with him, he wants to, I mean, that, you know, I, th I think he wants to probably just not not make that a, a big big part of it. Um, he wants to just win it, you know. Just yeah. I mean, what's he going to say too? Like, yeah, that's I true. mean, but I mean, Buck did that. They went out and checked him, and he he looked like an idiot, right? He looked like a baby. He looked like a <laughs> yeah, looked like a crybaby. You yeah, know? you're you're you're. And he doesn't want to give any fuel to the fire either, right? Right. Yeah, and I think that would definitely do it, you know. And I and and Musgrove, he looked pissed after that. After they oh, he came was out. pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, did that. You, you, you and the team he, was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably, you know, Thompson, you know, you got to hand it to him. He's managed a great playoffs, you know, for being the head in the head chair for his first playoff uh, run. And um, it was smart on his part. I'm not going to, we don't need to, we're sitting pretty right now. We're going home tied at one. Let's not create a whole ruckus over the whole thing. So I can understand that. Do they have, do they have three in Philly? <laughs> yeah. Monday, they haven't Tuesday, lost in Wednesday. Philly in the postseason. They haven't right? lost. No, they haven't lost at home. So, so they could technically, if they sweep, it's it's, it's over. over. Yeah. So, so look, let's go back to game one. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this was when I was doing a ball, basketball game that night, so I was kind of keeping an eye on it before we even started. It was five nothing, and we we're all there. Everybody there was against Houston. They just hate them, right? So, um, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, one guy's like, "Hey, there's only one team to you can possibly be allowed to root for." Who you rooting for? I'm like Philly. And he goes, yeah, you picked right. Um, everybody hates Houston, which is great. They deserve it. Um, but five nothing, and you're thinking they got Verlander five nothing, and yeah. that was after the third inning. And uh, you were watching Phillies came back and scored three in the fourth and two in the fifth, went to extra innings. They went in the tenth. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable because the the way it started out, you're thinking, oh, here the, the Astros really haven't hit that great during the postseason, and now all of a sudden the bats are coming alive. And, um, you know, they jumped out to the lead, but then the Phillies came back with three. I'm just like, this game is far from over. And then they scored two in the following inning and it was tied all the way to till extras. But, uh, real Mudo was just that guy in that game. He, he, didn't, I don't think he did anything in game two, but, and he basically single-handedly won that game. And that I sent you a video of, of him trying to throw out Altuve at second. He yeah. Bounced that I thought throw. they got him. I mean, you could not put that any. Yeah more perfect on the on the dime that he did i thought they got him if they if the call had been out on the field they, they, they would have called they would have yeah. yeah but i could see why him. he called him safe though yeah. too 
It was um, really, it was, it was tough to, tough to, uh, when I first saw it in, in real view, it looked like he did. It looked like the ball was above his leg and the glove didn't touch him right when he caught the ball yeah. and he came back and tagged him. So I thought, Oh, he's safe. But then you see, no, when he caught the ball, it the was, ball was his glove and it was on his leg. Yeah. Like right then like, Oh, he's out. Yeah. And I think I could see how the ump could have thought, cause he kind of, it hit his leg and the ball carried it and he went back and tagged. And I could see how the ump could be like, Oh, he yeah, came he was back, not, you know? he was not in position to see that, to see that the ball actually went yeah. off Altuve's leg. So, so, I mean, you talk about real Muto. Yeah. I mean, great. He was two for four with the run three RBI had that home run to, you know, the, the turned out to be the game winning run. But, uh, dude, it was really Tucker against the Phillies. I mean, Tucker was three for five with two runs, four RBI, a couple of home runs. I mean, it was really Tucker. Nobody else. I mean, Gurriel was two for four. Nobody else had more than one hit uh, in that one. So, you know, man, Tucker's become, I remember, you know, in a while, he was a guy that came off the bench. He's become a fantastic player, a gold glove guy, too, in the outfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he can, he can feel his position and, uh, he can hit too. How about how about uh, last night Schwarber's two shots in the uh, was it the oh, eighth inning? I oh. thought that one was fair. I couldn't see the replay. You said it was foul though. Yeah, and I and then the they ball were... disappeared behind the thing. So I thought, oh, that's got to be a home run then. But I guess yeah, it they, wasn't. You, it was it was really difficult to tell. And then they showed the side angle, like from left field. Yeah, and you could see the ball disappear behind the pole, which obviously means. But it would, you know, and then, of course, the Astros fans right behind the pole were just you could just see him going. <laughs> That's yeah, foul. They knew. <laughs> well, then yeah. his very next hit went to the warning track. Tucker, Tucker had to you know, reach wall. up and caught it. Yeah, it was like it was like Aaron Judge's uh, shot. Yeah, that he hit to the wall in Houston. Yeah. So. Well, so then you go to game two and you're thinking, all right, hey, they, they kind of stole one, right? The Phillies kind of stole one. And then they got Wheeler. I mean, this is setting up to be great and for the I, Phillies I thought here. They're going to go up 2-0. Yeah, and Wheeler went five innings, six hits, five runs, four, and he walked three and struck out three. I mean, you watched it. I didn't watch it. Um, did he just not have it? I mean, I I was out to dinner and I was kind of catching it as as it was happening, but just they, didn't have it. They hit three doubles off his first four pitches, so they were going, they were hunting right away. They, he threw he threw a two very first pitch fastball and he lined it. Um, I think. I think Pena hit a curveball, and then um, after after he threw one pitch to Alvarez, he he lined one off the wall and left. I think that might have been a fastball too. Hmm. So they were they they just well, hey, they, it was like they knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they. I mean, with them, you never know. But it's also uh, you know I think I heard on the pregame. Um, I can't remember if they were talking about Wheeler. But but Alex A Rod and Big Poppy and Frank Thomas, but especially Big Frank Thomas said, "I'm not against Wheeler. I'm not swinging anything but a fastball. I'm only going to hit a fastball unless I have to." And A Rod and A Rod said, "How are you going to attack him?" And Big Poppy said, "I'm going to be aggressive early because yep. he's going to come into me." And A Rod said, "Yep, I'm go- I'm going." And so that whoever it was Vince Kirsch, like, "You going after the first pitch?" And he's like, "Absolutely. He's going to give me a fastball. He's going to try to get ahead in the count." So. You know that could have been Houston thinking the same thing. Thinking, well, it was yeah, it was definitely. I got to go plan. after him. Yeah, know? they can't. They can't. They couldn't take a bunch of pitches and then get in, get behind the count on Wheeler. They knew that. So, um, yeah, they, they went after him right away, and it was just it was three nothing before you knew it. And I'm just like, oh boy, 
So what do you like about this? Lance McCullers and Noah Syndergaard. Now, Noah Syndergaard is not the same Thor that we used to know and love, but McCullers, you know, he's at, he's actually, you know, doing pretty well here in this yeah. postseason. And uh, Syndergaard is too. I mean, Syndergaard's got a 1.69 ERA and 4Ks in limited time. And so maybe, That's you know, maybe Noah th- can give you something. Those are the game three guys? That's what it says, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. And then uh, game four on Tuesday will be Suarez and Javier. So, you know, it'll, you know, probably go six or seven. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's going to be a sweep in Philly by either team, but Philly hasn't lost there. But then again, Houston hadn't lost period in the playoffs, and they and they right. they blew a five nothing lead in game one. So, so so Philly though, I mean, as far as you know, Harper was zero for four in that game too. He left five on base. Real Muto left four on base. I mean, so they they got guys up with they got the guys up they wanted with guys on base right. in that game. It wasn't like they weren't hitting these guys either. Yeah. It's not like they haven't hit the the Astros bullpen. These guys have given up some stuff. So, you know, they were they've been talking the whole time about oh, the Astros bullpen is so great. They're, you know, you're they're untouchable and they're so deep. And yeah, they are, but all you have to do is get a couple guys on base and guys like Schwarber will wait out at bats and get on base and get walks. And, and the thing is, you got to put pressure on these guys because really throughout the playoffs, Houston has not been under any pressure. Let's face it. I mean, they they, they maybe no, were a little bit in game one in Seattle and they had to come back and win at the end on, on Alvarez's home run. But I mean, the Yankee series, come on. It was a joke. They were never the Yankees were never in that. So. Um, I think. I thought maybe game one might have a little bit more of an impact as far as game two, but the Astros just came out swinging right away and, and we're, we're not going to be denied. I was CC Sabathia was on the uh, MLB network pregame and they asked him and I was after his answer, I was like, Oh, he goes, who do you like tonight? And he goes, I like the Astros. No reason, no particular reason, but I like, I think Houston's going to win tonight. I'm like, Oh boy, <laughs> this guy knows something. He knew something was he knew he the fix knew was something in. Was, yeah. So let me ask you this. We talked about how the Phillies were playing <laughs> great, right? I mean, Schwarber, Hoskins, Real Muto, Harper were killing it. So as of right now, those three guys, Harper, Hoskins, Schwarber, they're Hos- Harper's two for eight with a run and three ribbies. Hoskins two for eight with a run and no ribbies. Schwarber two for seven with a run and no ribbies. So in, they're, in they're, the, they're combined uh, six yeah. for 23 between those guys that they're, you know, I mean, real Muto, yeah, he is doing well. He is two for four uh, in game one. He was, uh, uh, what was this? He was uh, one for four in game two, but he's still, you know, that's just three for seven. I mean, so well, yeah, yeah they're not just it, crushing like they were against. No. And it, it Padres. there had to be a concern coming into the series because. Just like with the regular, now guys can get hot and stay out throughout the postseason, but typically the law of averages is going to catch up with you. You know, Altuve not doing anything. Now all of a sudden he starts hitting, you know, it, you, you just see that time and again during the regular season. And I think, you know, that, that has to come into play. A guy's not going to be hot the entire time. It's, it's rare that Harper is right. going to continue to just rake throughout, you know, three consecutive postseason series or four of them, no three. Yeah. So um anyway 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I still like the Phillies. Um, I and part of that is I want them to win, obviously, you know, but um I still like the Phillies. I still don't see a lot that scares me to death about the Astros lineup. Altuve is starting to hit a little bit better. Bregman is hitting hitting the ball well. And of course, you know, you've got um Tucker, Kyle Tucker, who's who's very good. They've got some power around there, but nothing's really really, really scared me to death. I still feel like Philly's got more firepower if they can get it going. I agree. Like they yeah. did in the in that uh, NLCS. Yeah, yeah. Their top five guys are all bona fide, really, sluggers. They can all hit the ball out of the park. And then you get down to the bottom of the order and you got – Segura has kind of struggled lately. I mean, he's gotten some big hits. But uh, Alec Bohm has been great. And, of course, they sat uh, they sat Stott in game two for, for Sosa, I guess, because it was the uh, – for lefty on lefty, but I don't know. I, I probably would left the stat in there. Yeah. I don't know why you mess. I don't know why you mess with that. You know, so, so you bring in for defense and maybe speed later on, but, and stat's been great. Just yeah. leave them in there. Yeah. I would not have, I would not have messed with that. I mean, the way they've been playing, just keep it going. Right. At that yeah. stage. Yeah. But, um, all right. Well, we've got it. It's, you know, it's Halloween. Um, you know, on Monday, got the ball game. I tell you, I am, you know, I didn't watch a lot of baseball. I didn't watch a ton of baseball throughout the season, but, um, man, these playoffs have been great. I was it's like, fun. like yeah. today I was like, this kind of stinks, man. The chiefs weren't playing. Um, the Vikes were done early for you. And it's yeah. just like, what am I doing the rest of the day here? How come I can't <laughs> have a ball game, man? It's October. Yeah. I'm supposed to be watching baseball. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's been, it's, you know, especially with, with a team like the Phillies being the last team to qualify to making this run all the way to the World Series has been it's been pretty remarkable. But uh, they got a fun team. They got a bunch of you know fun characters on that team, and they and they really uh, rally around each other. And of course, the Philly fan base is just rabid. They got to if they lose tomorrow. If the Phillies lose tomorrow, they're in trouble. You I, don't I, think they? You don't think they can go down two one? Because that means they're I definitely that means to win it, they got to go back again. Yeah. And they got to go back and they got to win what three out of the next four. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, we've seen him get on a roll. I mean, they're yeah. going to be jacked up. They're going to be jazzed. I mean, I, it really does come down to pitching. I, I don't know what you're going to get out of McCullers on the road. And I don't know what you're going to get out of, Thor, yeah. you know, as a starter. Yeah. So be interesting that's to see be how, tough. see how far they, uh, they go to how, how, how long of a leash they have because, you know, again, Thompson was real aggressive with his bullpen in, in game one, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, man, I don't know, dude. But it worked. Kept them in the game. He brought in Alvarado in a high-leverage situation where I would have maybe just left Nola in just to, you know, keep going because he was he had settled down. All right, save on these guys. But he's forcing the issue, and I think, I think that's – as his playoffs have played out, you know, you throw the analytics out the window to a degree and you kind of go on feel and this guy knows his team. And I like it. I like when you're the aggressor, like Schwarber steals second yeah. in game one, you know, force the issue. And I don't think there was enough of that going on in the, uh, in the, in the American league playoffs, especially when, uh, when Tampa and Cleveland were playing each other. Yeah. Not, not at all. Um, they, they were just, just sitting back. They just weren't, the I mean, yeah. And, and, and those well, especially Cleveland was making a living like on that all, all year. So right, you know, 
Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, it's, I just hope it's a good game. I mean, these have been pretty good games. I mean, obviously that comeback, but then it was just, it was just sitting around for like what, no score in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. And then you get one in the tenth, but they, they pressured a couple of times and then not a lot of runs scored. I mean, five to two here, but I mean, yeah. You know, two innings, each team scored in two innings. That was it. You know, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. The pitching was pretty good. The, the, the bullpens have been pretty good for both squads. So, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, but it'll be Syndergaard and McCullers. It's like a, what, five five oh seven or something like that? 5.03 tomorrow on Fox, I think? Yeah, Pacific time. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Mountain time. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun to watch. I'm watching this uh, Packers game. Yeah, what's going they, on in that? Uh, well, they were down 24 to what, seven, three or whatever, but they did score a touchdown, so it's 24-10 on their first drive. But uh, Buffalo's so good, man. He's got a, a holding call. It's going to take him back, but... Buffalo's five and one. I'm looking at this. Um, there's a there's a lot of uh, well, they've had their bye week, huh? Chiefs had a bye week, but I mean, there's a lot of five win teams in the AFC, and then there's what in the in the NFC East. There's a seven and zero Eagles, a six and two Cowboys, and a six and two Giants, a six and one Vikes, and then it drops down to a lot of three win and four win teams. So it almost feels like there's a separation in the uh in the east and there's just a lot of a lot of really good teams i mean buffalo new york miami all five wins baltimore's got five wins titans have five wins chiefs have five wins it's like it's gonna be an interesting um afc it's gonna be a juggernaut to get to the playoffs in the afc it, yeah it will be you know and if and whoever comes out of that really should win the super bowl based on i think they're just stronger teams i mean the vikes won today they're six and one but they haven't really blown anybody out yeah and they just you know they're 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 winning, which is good. But right, you know the 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 only the, really the only tough team they played Philadelphia. They look like crap. I mean, <laughs> they couldn't do anything. I'm just like, what the heck is how this? good is Philly? I mean, I thought Philly like fired their coach and was going to rebuild this year. Now they're seven and zero. Yeah, they're they're well, and they they ran over the Steelers today too. Um, Hertz yeah, Steelers has been playing have, great. Yeah, yeah Hertz, Steel, uh, that doesn't break my heart either. Steelers are a mess, man. Yeah, they I really know are. you're not a Tomlin guy, but the Steelers at two and six. I mean, I know they pride themselves on keeping coaches for like 20 years, but I mean, come on. Yeah, that, you you can tell Big Ben, and I'm not a huge Big Ben fan. And he was covering a multitude of issues that football team had. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it's just Big like Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers is still with Green Bay, but who who else is on that team? Yeah, the Packers. You look at them and you're like, oh, they're back at it again. Where it's Rodgers and he'll just try to, they'll try to make him win all these games for him. Like I don't know what else they got really. Are they back in the red zone again? Buffalo almost. Yeah, they will be. I'm. I may be behind you. I mean, Allen. Well, I'm not watching the video. I'm just watching oh. my fantasy page. Yeah, they, they just they just went in. Allen just ran inside the twenty. Um. Yeah, I mean they're they're really really good. Josh Allen. You can argue he's the best quarterback playing right now, the way yeah. he's playing, the way he finished last year. Um, in some ways, this is sacrilege for a Chiefs fan to say. In some ways, I like his game better than Patrick's because Patrick's relies on a little more deceit and trickery, where his is more straightforward. I'm going to drop back and throw, and I got a really strong arm, but if I can't, I'm going to run. I'm They're going to have to kick a field goal here. They stopped him, but he kind of reminds me of, of actually a little bit bigger John Elway is kind of how I see him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Boy, could always throw that ball, man, when he was... Oh, he had a cannon of an arm. (laughs) He'd be rolling to his left, and they'd just fire it across the... Clear across the field on a dime, and just like, man. 
But he wouldn't he wouldn't try to uh he wouldn't try to trick you when he ran either. You know, no. he would he would he would run if he needed to and he'd scramble really well, but if you know, he wouldn't shy away from a tackle and that type of stuff. I mean, right. I look as a Chiefs fan, I'm tickled to death. We have Patrick Mahomes and I hope we keep him forever, right? Yeah. Um that that's really the thing. I think that's the consistent thing. If you have a quarterback that you love, you know you can be pretty consistent. I think that that's what Phillies like they're loving hurts now, you know, and they're like, Hey, we got our guy, you know. Yep. Um, Cowboys got a couple of guys, you know, they're, they didn't miss a beat when, uh, Dak went out and they haven't missed a beat since he's come back. I have yeah. no idea how the giants are doing it. I don't know. Although either. they lost today, which, you know, you, you get beat by Seattle, you, you know, whatever. Seattle's but, tough, man. Division leaders. Yeah. And all they had to do is get rid of Wilson to be good again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something. It's weird. Dude. Before the season, the prognosticators were saying Seattle's going to be so bad this year. And they were all talking up Denver. And, you know, Denver won today, but still they, I mean, it's got to hand. Yeah. Denver won, but they're, they're, they're two and five in the country. So they got to go outside the country to get wins They're They, (laughs) they can't win in. Right. Um, That's the interesting thing. So back to the NFC, you've got these teams that have kind of distanced themselves and you got a bunch of middling teams, man, that NFC West, Seattle, five and three, San Francisco, four and four Rams, three and four Cardinals, three and four bad loss for the Cardinals. I think against even though even though the vikes are six and one they just was there for that they was there for the taking they had the opportunities they did yeah but quite frankly at three and five they should be out of it halfway through the season or almost halfway through but they're not i mean that division that division's got a lot i mean san francisco's now four or four got a big win tonight that 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 division's up for grabs and i don't know what happened to the rams and they just won it last year and stafford looked great and i've only seen a little bit of him i'm like gosh does he look like he can still play or did he just fall off the table? Kind of like Rogers sometimes. Like, did he just fall off the table? Yeah. Well, and they, Brady, I think it's like, man, their defense is, is, you know, they don't have Von Miller anymore. I think he was a big, big part of that defense. Of course, now he's on Buffalo. You think that's enough? Just losing that one guy? Well, I don't think it helped, but, and I think from the standpoint that Stafford got his ring and the urgency, let's, whether he admits it or not, the urgency is not there anymore. The guy spent, spent his career meddling in Detroit. Losing team after losing team. He finally gets to a winning team. They win the Super Bowl. I'm good. That's how I'd feel, kind of. Not Maybe not admitting it. Or you still want to play, but I don't know. They just showed a stat. The Bills are the only current team the Packers have never beaten on the road. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it tonight. They're down 27-10. We'll see what Rodgers can do. It's 559 left in the third. Um, it doesn't break my heart though to see the Broncos and the Raiders be a combined five for ten. Doesn't yeah. break my heart at all. Can't stand the Broncos. Don't mind the Raiders, but when they're in misery, it's it's kind of fun to watch. It's kind yeah. of enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, they were brutal today. I I don't. I didn't even score. Shut no, out by the Saints. I, yeah, I, Jeez. Ugh. And the Saints I don't know. Are... It, who's is Kiffin their coach? Or Jim McDaniel. no, McDaniel. McDaniel's their coach. Oh, Kiffin's at Ole Miss. Yeah, I get those two guys confused, Lane Kiffin and Josh McDaniel. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, we talked about the Cardinals too. Like, like, like the mistakes they're making to me. That's coaching. How, how long do you stick with Cliff Kingsbury? Because I, I don't like Steve Kime that much, but I look at their team and I'm like, you've actually assembled. I, I wouldn't have gone with Kyler Murray probably. As the guy, because I just think he's too small to play this, and you definitely, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get him, let him get outside the pocket, let him do what he does. But yeah, and they're yeah. not. But he's got good players on that team. I mean, he's made some nice pickups. It's it's got to be the the coach, right? I mean, I don't think there's any question about it. 
I don't know. You pull you the could... plug now? Are you're you still going... in it? Yeah, you're still in it. I think you're it. still in it, three and five, but is it better to pull the plug and put somebody in there or, or, or try to get... make it with him? Well, who do you get? Herm Edwards is Chucky? available. Herm Edwards is available. Well, there you go. You play to win the game. Chucky's available. I don't know if he's available or not. I mean, he. No, that's right. He's they a might. bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's um, been blackballed. I don't know if. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Urban Meyer. Dick Vermeil. Bring Dick Vermeil back. Man, Dick Vermeil. What's he doing now? He's not even doing know. broadcasting, is he? No, I don't is think he's, he's doing, doing anything. He's just enjoying his retirement. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him. But I, yeah, as as far as keeping Kingsbury around, you got to start looking closely at it because your your season slipping away, and for yeah. them to be struggling with clock management and and getting plays off and when to call timeout, burning up timeouts, terrible should not be happening. And he's no. been with Murray for now what four years? This is the fourth season they've been together. Yeah, and they're talking about they're having a communication problem. How is that possible? Come on. Yeah, I mean, you got to get rid of one or both then. The, the problem with getting rid of a Kyler Murray is he's shown he can win you games in the NFL. Yeah. And who do you go to? You know, it's it's always such a roll of the dice. Do you think he can take you to a Super Bowl and be a consistent Super Bowl guy like you think of Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen can be? Probably not, right? But can he give you a chance? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So who else is out there, you know? Yeah, I think, no, you got to stick with him. And like you said, he's proven that he can – he can win, but it seems like Kingsbury is getting worse every year. They're just, you know, now they're at the point where they used to, they used to start out strong and then they'd fold at the end of the season. Now they're, now they're three and five. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I've had my issues with Andy Reid, but I sound like the Philly fans, you know, he took him to like 1900 straight NFC championships in a row and they still were mad at him. But um, I, I think my lucky stars, he was in Kansas city and he was going, he's like, I got to go to the airport. I'm flying to Arizona to interview with the Cardinals. And Clark Hunt was like, you're not leaving. We're going to wrap out a contract. He's like, no, I'm going to go take the interview. He goes, no, you're not. Here's my offer. And then he went, okay, I'll take the job. And oh, never went and interviewed with the I don't Cardinals. remember that. Never went and interviewed with the Cardinals. Man, that was his next stop. The plane was waiting Dang. for him at the airport, right? To take him to the Cardinals. And they, they just talked to each other. No, I'd have been after Pioli left. And they just looked at each other and went, we can't let this guy go. Like we gotta, we gotta pay him whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, smart move. You know, because whether you like his in-game coaching or not, whether you think, you know, some of the things I've had problems with him about, <clears> those <throat> have always been there. He knows how to put a team together. He knows how to put a, a infrastructure together. He knows how to talent evaluate. Oh, I yeah. mean, he he has he has nine point seven out of the ten things that you need. You know, right. Right. Sometimes he's he's maybe he's just so much a player's coach. He's a little loose on certain things, you know, but golly, man. I mean, three straight AFC championship games. Yeah, I'd rather be in that position. Come on. You know, I mean, it makes me mad that we didn't win three in a row, but um, you got one. And anyway, so I don't I don't see Kingsbury being that guy. No, he doesn't have a track record to prove it. He was not that good a coach in college. No, he wasn't successful. Yeah. Kind of had the same issue. Start out strong and then fade. And uh, now this year, it's just, man, if they fade if, if after this start. No. I no. mean, forget it. All right. The Packers are moving the ball a little bit better against this vaunted Bills defense. They're doing it with <laughs> running and uh, little pass plays. This is, a, this is the biggest issue with the Chiefs. 
they do not have a good run game. And I, I think it's funny because everything's pass, pass, pass. And I totally get that. But boy, you looked, I, when I was watching that Vikings game, who's their running back? That they kept giving, yeah, you know, when they needed to kind of salt away time and things like that, they could gouge him for four or five yards a run with Cook. Um, That's huge. I mean, that's so important to be able to do, you know, to loosen things up. It's just so demoralizing, too. You know, you're trying to get a stop, trying to get a stop, and this guy gets three yards, four yards, five yards. Um, Opens things up a bit. So, Kansas City doesn't really have that run game, and the Bills do. That's why I think the Bills are better than them. But, yeah, um, Green Bay starting to run the ball a little bit here. Who's that better guy? De- better Dylan? defense in Buffalo too, right? Than Kansas City. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think I think a lot of folks have a better defense. Kansas City's defense though is pretty good. Willie Gay's back now. Clark's pretty good. I mean, they've they, they've gotten a lot better. They're just very young. So the hope is they're going to be even better by the time they get to the playoffs because they're very young on the corners in the back. They got they got faster though, but just inexperienced. Yeah. So you know that's the hope, but we'll see. Um, I mean, they got the best tight end in the league. Maybe, maybe the best tight end in the history of the sport. I mean, yeah. my gosh, he's up there. He's on the short list, right? Oh yeah, um, for sure. They got one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. And as far as, as far as first five years, right. I'm not, not crowning him as like Tom Brady or anything, but he, I mean, those first five years, his numbers are as good as anybody's or better. Right. Um, he's got a decent receiving core. I mean, these guys got a, can play. Yep. He's got a, a nice receiving core with solid pros. He's got a couple nice running backs. Um, with Edwards Alaire, and then you got um Picaccio, who's a rookie and starting to play well. So they've got a really nice team. And Andy, Andy draws up some plays sometimes, and you're like, Andy draws up some plays sometimes, and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> like, I oh, they had they had to cut away because some guy ran on the field right from the Bills sideline, and he hated he was dressed like a Bills guy, like he was running out to give water or something. And no he got way. all yeah, and I'm watching him, I'm seeing him, and I'm like. He's halfway out on the field. Maybe it was a timeout, but he was halfway out on the field and like lifted his hands up and they're looking around. And all of a sudden the ref was like, stop, stop, stop. So I, don't <laughs> think, I don't know if they called a timeout and nobody saw it, but he was doing it, his job, or if he's some guy, but if he's some guy, he got, he got out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. He, he looked dressed exactly like he had, he had a water bottle and he had a football <laughs> under his arm or I don't know. That's so, a great, that's a great way to do that, man. That's the way to do it, right? Yeah. Sneak in there, be dressed exactly the same, just stand on the sideline for the first half and then third quarter, make your move. That's, that's, that's a gutsy one. So, oh man. All right, D. Well, um, I'm going to try to, I think I'm going to be able to watch the game tomorrow night. I'm going to have trick or treaters coming and stuff. But if it's a, if it's an intense moment, I'll be like, turn the, turn the light off. You can't come in here. No trick or treaters. Yeah. We, we, we don't even put the lights on. Yeah, well, you guys are you guys are man. Scrooges. We don't we, you're we Halloween don't really, Scrooges. Not that I like nah, Halloween. Yeah, it's yeah. great, you know. But it's just we don't have a sidewalk in front of our house, and then one house on uh, to to the right of us is no one even the person doesn't even basically live there. So it's kind of a kind of a dark, dreary street. Everybody's scared to come down. I, I think, think Mr. And Mrs. Philip live at the end of the corner, but yeah, I don't want to go down there. Then we have our, <laughs> have our dog Mary greet him at the front door and just. Really scare me. Like Mary, Mary. <laughs> All right, man. Well, so are you sticking with the Phillies? You you picked absolutely. The Phillies. Dan Dan picked the Strohs. So yeah, he bragging did. rights. Well, he picked the Strohs to make it. He wasn't picking the Strohs over the Cardinals. Let's clarify that. Well, right? yeah, but I mean, if you take the heart out of it, <clears throat> I don't know who he would have picked. To be honest with you, but I think he was going to pick. I think he said Houston and Dodgers, right? If he if he took his heart out of it. I had said New York and LA if I took my heart out of it, but yeah, you were on the Philly bandwagon. I hope, I hope you get it. I like the Phillies. I hope they win. I don't like, I don't like I do Houston. Too. 
Um, hope they get done. So far, from what I've heard, uh, Joe Davis and uh, Schmoltzy seem to be pretty good. They're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, They're Davis talks to. a little too much at times and gets too yeah. excited about his voice and when he's telling some stats, but he gets a little overly dramatic about some things. But um, about a ground ball single to score run in the second inning. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what, was down a notch, what, man. what was the stat he threw out there? It was a historical thing. Oh, yeah. It was no, no team had ever won a World Series game when their starting pitcher didn't retire a batter. And he was harping on that about the Phillies. Or no, it was in the, uh, was it the, uh, it was in the NLCS. Yeah. NLCS. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the other and, team. And it wasn't he had true. It wrong. And we had it wrong. And he kept talking about it. I'm like, stop, dude. You're wrong. Yeah. Somebody's got to tell you that in your ear. I've been in that situation I think so. before where you're reading a stat and you're going, did I get that right? Yeah. I always, I always tell my, my, my analyst guys, I'm like, don't be afraid to, cause like sometimes I'll say something and then at a break, they'll go, Hey, you said that wrong. I'm like, dude, tell me on the air. I don't, I mean, I think that's great. People make mistakes all the time. It's hard to do what they do and keep all that stuff steady. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's just, if you get corrected on the air, I think it's kind of funny. Cause it's like, wait a minute. Did I, what did I say? Oh my gosh. Thanks man. You know I mean? Yeah. People are like, yeah. Oh, you're actually human too. You know, it, it's hard to do that, but sometimes they, yeah, they double down on that stuff. They well, wanna, and, and smoked it last night too. I mean, it wasn't a big deal, Yeah, but he said a couple of times, yeah, the first three pitches were hit for doubles. No, they weren't actually Alvarez took a pitch or he fouled one off. You know, and it's just a little yeah, thing, but little I remember was, I had to go back and check because I'm like, going, I don't think that's right. <laughs> what he just said there. Yeah. But overall, I'd, I'd rather listen to Joe Davis than than uh, Joe Buck. Let's put it that. Yeah, way. I think it was a nice job. Yeah. Oh, they went for it on fourth and one. Man, this this will tell you their faith in Aaron Rodgers. Fourth and a long yard and they handed the ball off. Oh, wow. I mean, it was more than just a yard. It looked like a long yard. Or maybe it's third. They wouldn't have gone for a fourth, would they? No, it looks like it's a. I'm showing that Buffalo yeah. has the ball now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, don't you want Aaron Rodgers to have the ball in his hands on a fourth and one and a half, two yards? Hands it off. So anyway. I like the, I, I always like on those plays, the fake handoff off the middle and sneak the tight end out. It works like yeah. every time. Every time it's tight in it. If you ever have a fullback in there and sneak the fullback out too or something, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when you got open. a guy like Aaron Jones, you put him into the, oh yeah, he's, we're, he's getting the ball. All you have to do is roll Rogers out and hit, hit a tight end or a receiver over there. And that's it. First I time. like the, I like the naked bootleg when you got, oh, when yeah. you got, you got the quarterback who can barely run, just trying to get that yard in the, and the middle linebacker or the safety is just, <laughs> he's like 10 yards away, but he is so uh, much faster. Like, Oh, is he going to get it? Can, can Steve <laughs> DeBerg get around the corner? Oh gosh. They're just so slow. Rodgers can still run a little bit. He's he's an older dude, but he's he's still athletic. How about the game we were at? Wasn't the Cardinals Chiefs when Bono ran at like eighty yards or something? On a yeah, they did the fake handoff bootleg, and oh uh, he he could his guard outran him down there. Guard pulled, and Garth Jacks was like, "I'm gonna make the stop." He like was diving over everybody. He had to contain and tackled nobody. And it was like fifty-eight yards. It's like the longest. It was it was a long yeah longest in Chiefs history. It took him forever to get down there. It was like, yeah. like ten seconds to run like 50 yards his guard was like come on come on <laughs> he stopped halfway through got an oxygen yeah tank, <laughs> ate a sandwich so yeah, all right d we'll right. talk again yep. um how about have an enjoyable time um you know not giving out any candy and watching the ball game on monday oh you know it thanks for listening see you next time on the baseball wrap